Ladies and gentlemen, it's a G.I. Joburg Special Ops. Why? Because new toys have been sighted and we've just got to talk about them. And uh, we is Stephen and Paul. <laughs> Hello everybody. Man oh man, I am so isolated. I wake up this morning and my mailbox, my inbox, my everything box is filled with images of Zartan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's worth talking about. Absolutely, man. Jeez. Yeah. You know, I kind of joke that like, I'm not going to dabble with 6-inch, but if they really nail Zartan, I might just have to have that one. <laughs> mm. Looks like I got my wish. Yeah, indeed. Cody, uh, I, like, that's how I knew. Uh, I, I got this, like, my phone and bloomp, and I see uh, Cody had tagged me in a in a post. <laughs> it's just my name. And then pictures of these guys. And I was like, oh, my word, there's a Zartan. I like, there was a little, uh, there was a little bit of pee. <laughs> that's how excited <laughs> I was. <laughs> Can we talk about the hand hanging off his backpack? What? The hell is that? I think, and I think it's very fair to say, that somebody who worked on that toy listens to this podcast and really loves your idea of Zartan being some creature of the swamp. Mm, I think there's precedent that predates me on that score. But, Probably um, Action Force, you know, yeah. they, They're trying to have their cake and eat their cake and still have cake because he's definitely rocking Dreadnought livery in the packaging. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's 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 clear that he's not getting cobra symbols everywhere. It's it's very evident that he's affiliated with the Dreadnoughts, which is something that like I always wanted to leave more ambiguous. Mm. In my mind, mm. Zartan is a solo operator. Like, yeah, he doesn't Smooth. need these toadies, and I try and <laughs> ignore them at every turn. But yeah, I, I guess I'm not your typical Dreadnought fan. Yeah, that's true, hey. But then again, you have such a, a like, a, a unique um, take on the Dreadnoughts. You know, everybody sort of likes to... And I mean, this is not bad on everybody else's part, but everybody kind of still plays it safe with them. I must say, you played quite mean with the Dreadnoughts, actually. Well, they're and, disposable goons, Paul. They're, yeah. they're used, you know, in lieu of expensive, trained, and well-equipped Cobra personnel. That's my idea of the Dreadnoughts. They're just... You know, they're they're low level thugs, enforcers, bodyguards, and cannon fodder. <laughs> you know, mm. burn them. But somehow, really well educated, <laughs> as irony wow. would have it. Yeah. In the well, case of Buzzer, man, mm. the rest are total mouth breathers. But anyway, yeah. we're not talking about my take on the dreadnoughts. We're talking Zartan about Zartan has pupils. And I, in spite of my, you know, statements I've made on the contrary, that I like him having blank eyes, I think his pupils are incredible. Like, the paint yeah. detail. Holy crap. Yeah. This is this uh, face printing technology, yeah? To give the the skin tone depth mm. and shading. Mm. Uh, well, that's I'm... an incredible likeness at that scale. It looks like a sideshow show, to be honest. It does, and it does seem to uh, borrow a lot from Sideshow's Zartan. Um, I mean, it's like much of a muchness because Z uh, Sideshow Zartan borrows from original Zartan, and, you know, it's just a sort of a refinement of the concept. But there's a lot here, like when I looked at it, I immediately thought, oh, wow, this is like a smaller version of Sideshow Zartan. This is a win. I like that. That's That was my first impression. I saw that. I was like, oh looks a lot like Sideshow Zartan. And 
And I stare at that toy pretty much every day because it's here in the studio with me. So, you know, so I love, love this figure. Um, something that's totally worth mentioning, you, you just mentioned it now with the eyes. Uh, okay, so a big fault, a big flaw with the current releases that I've, that I've had in hand, uh, with the exception of Duke, is that they all seem to have like a thousand yard stare. So like Scarlet's got the most like gorgeous eyes, like they're really well done. But everywhere, it's like impossible to take a good photo of her because every time you've got her looking at the camera, she looks dead. <laughs> She's like, it's crazy. And this Zartan looks very much alive. And that is great to see. What are your thoughts? Do you like the fact that he's a cue ball? No mohawk in sight. I'm actually, I'm okay with that. That's totally cool. Yeah, why not? Uh, the sideshow yeah, is I also agree. bald. So yeah, so. It would be strange to have hair on that head. And also, you know, it wouldn't interfere with his uh, identity switching. Yes. And if you do believe that he uses masks, as the backpack would suggest, and not pure holography, you know, that it's a combination of techniques. Yeah, it would make most sense to be... To actually have, um, like, surgically or cosmetically removed all the hair follicles from your face. I mean, it would make very little sense if he started growing five o'clock shadow in a color mm. that's not, you know, the same color as his hair color. You know, these little things that Zartan has, has changed himself radically, cosmetically, genetically even, uh, to be more effective at his job. Yeah, these things matter to Zartan, so Great yeah, that makes sense. Here. And you, you mentioned the backpack. Uh, wow. This backpack is so cool. Like, I really... I, I'm really scared of having this backpack because I'm pretty sure I'm going to lose it and then find it again <laughs> because it, it like, comes apart. <laughs> Why do you have such little faith in yourself, Paul? Because I've lost Snake Eyes' knife, like, three times. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. and Yeah, and a bit of behind-the-scenes uh, info is I lost Scarlet's um, crossbow, po- a portion of her crossbow at Emerentia. And only noticed it like three hours later, and I was very lucky to to find it. Like I ran back to where we were and managed to find it there, where I was doing the the shoot. Wow. Um. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I have little faith in myself right now, because these things clearly are easier to lose because they're bigger and and pulls a moron. <laughs> but that being said, this backpack is fantastic. It's so much cooler than Destro's briefcase. Mm. Re- which is kind of my basis for comparison yeah, here. Adds to the lore. Mm. Has Zartan ever de- been depicted in media of any kind using a kind of a face-making Mission Impossible style technology? You know, I can't recall anything, but I've got to say the man who would know that is you. <laughs> so, I mean, that would stick out. You're, you're such a big Zartan fan. Yeah, so th- then, then, you know, in my... In my experience, I'm going to say no, mm. but I know that I'm not that comprehensive. Okay, I've read same. modern IDW G.I. Joe. Obviously, I've read old school G.I. Joe. We've all read or all watched the cartoon series. Sure, they pull off a lot of masks, but we never yeah. see the backpack being implemented. Well, so I'm going to take credit for Atlantis Factor Part 4. <laughs> being the first uh, uh, media implementation of the backpack face-making technology. Yeah, yeah, why not? Let, 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 let's own it. Yeah, good one. <laughs> um, Thank you. 
Yeah, which, um, and then, you know, he's got a, now this is what confuses me. He's got the actual face that you can put Sorry, over. Sorry, Blazing his Sand Part 4. Oh, bla- yes, it's Blazing, Blazing Sand Part 4. So I think this is kind of odd, but I, I, I know why they did it. Um, they've got the face mask as an actual thing that you can put over his face, which if you look in the promotional images, it makes sense. You can pose him with that in his hand. It's going to be great for play motion. You know, it, it looks a bit like it's supposed to be possibly be gung-ho in a weird way. But it's, you, you know, whereas the modern era just lets you swap the head out. Um, these heads are, well, you can pop them off. I just don't know how safe it is to do it a lot, um, if that makes sense. On the classified is there an toys. image of the face mask being implemented? Or it's not designed to go over? Yeah, the only... I mean, they seem to be playing it safe with that. They only ever show it in his hands, so... Right. Yeah. Also, worth... <laughs> it's never a perfect system, is it? No, it's never a perfect system. I mean, it barely works on the modern era figure. Um, I'm sure you... Yeah, you've also got experience with that uh, on the on the modern era. The 25th. Well, you know, it yeah. just doesn't uh, change the figure in any material way other than <laughs> slipping something under the cowl. It was yeah. done perhaps best with the uh, desert, was it desert Zartan? Yes, yes, where you could just switch out his whole head. Yeah, and... Not and only that, switch out his whole head, his uh, web gear. Web gear. That is... Throw that something is, new over him. Mm. So that is an outstanding toy. Uh, I would even be excited if they did a bigger version of that but this is this is good because it you know harkens to the whole classic look this is yes, this is the way as it should um, as it should they, you know they they didn't push zartan in any direction that uh is jarring mm. you know zartan is presented very faithfully in fact you know because the original toy i think was sci fantasy meets mad max yeah <laughs> they they haven't had to tweak the design to bring it up to the now. It's kind of timeless. Whereas, obviously, Duke, you know, the khaki shirt, green pants are the only carryovers. Everything else, the textures, it's all very, like, Modern. 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Zartan, as I say, timeless. I love the addition of the neckerchief. It's like uh, channeling a little bit of his uh, younger brother. Yeah, that is actually very cool. Um, and it's a, it, it's a nice touch. It, fi- it finishes it off. I imagine without that, it might look a bit weird with the hood. So it kind of cl- completes the shape. I like that. Not kind of, mm. it very much completes triangle the shape. Triangle up top, triangle at the bottom. Mm. No, I'm Masakuja good with that. Says, as above, so below. So below. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so this is like, this is a win. And, uh, another big win for this toy is the fact that it's not a target exclusive or whatever. It is available. It is on BBTS as we are having this conversation. Uh, so. <laughs> it's not available. It is out of stock, isn't it? Oh, it's on pre order. It's on yeah, pre order. Yeah. So at least we're not going to be running in the streets and killing each other for it, which is, you know, always good. I've just read that he changes color in sunlight. <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> Home run. The figure features a classic design updated to bring the Dreadnoughts leader (gasps) into the modern era, plus accessories inspired by the character's rich history, like that blaster. The classified series Zartan figure features a color-changing effect when placed in ultraviolet light, turning from a pale skin tone to a bluish-gray color. Oh, Oh, this figure is a smart bomb. Yeah, this this is all the win. I'm so... Wow. 
Yay! <laughs> this is great. Mm, just getting back to the gun, man. Once again, they were able to faithfully reproduce the classic accessory. Yeah. That is so crucial to a character's general presentation. Like with all the previous releases that have snubbed their classic weapons, they've mm. always been left wanting. Whereas Zartan, you know, provided there aren't any build issues floppy torsos and and so on so far this figure might be the most perfect translation to the six inch scale of the lot yeah that i that i can certainly agree with i can think of a second place for him so far but that's only because i have it in hand um i don't have the zartan in hand so i can't say yet but wow march seems like a long time (laughs) to wait for this toy now and uh we've spoken only about zartan at this point shall we switch focus paul you yeah, can, let's uh, select the next uh, player. I'm going to select the next player. This one is one that's going to be a Target exclusive, uh, from what I can tell, because it says Cobra Island on it, which means, <laughs> what did Brian Hatch say? Yeah, something about the Hunger Games. Um, May the odds ever be in your favor. <laughs> um, Good luck to us all. It's yeah. The island of exclusivity. <laughs> Strikes again. So I've got limited pictures on this guy, but the Cobra Viper. Now, I was mildly excited when I saw that Firefly was on the way, but when I saw there's a Viper, I got super amped. I was like, oh my word, this is amazing. Finally, because I love Cobra Vipers. And then my excitement was slightly reduced to tears because I saw that Cobra Island um, label on it. And uh, yeah, which means we have to kill again. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I think I think everything on this toy so far uh, on the Cobra Viper so far is one, except for the backpack. I don't like the the backpack. I find it's a little bit too colorful. That's not something that's difficult to fix. I just think out of the gate it's a bit boring, and it's a bit too soon to tell if you can attach accessories or anything to it. Uh, yeah. Um, but so far I'm happy to report that the guns look like guns, so that's cool. <laughs> you know, much like yep. how the Cobra... magazines, realistic mm. dark color schemes, actual barrels. <laughs> you know, those are nice. Yeah, yeah. I think Hasbro really has heard the sort of collected battle cry of fanboys uh, screaming, shouting, whining, bitching, and moaning, as we should be, because they have definitely changed a lot of things. I mean, if you just Do look you at reckon the pro- it's a course correction. I mean, we know nothing about toy production timelines, but, like, surely it's a bit tight to make a running change like that. I think it is definitely a course correction. What, to redesign his weapon? Yeah, I think that's... Was he coming with a Nerf gun? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. uh, Let me put it to you this way. I think all of them were originally designed with proper guns, um, and then maybe it was, like, considered to do other guns for them. Because if you look at... Um, the, the first snake guy that did that exclusive, he actually comes with standard military, you know, arms. He's got like an Uzi and a proper handgun. It's not like a handgun with a hole in it. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, you know, we, we all know that he came with, um, more real world and more authentic accessories. Yeah. Which is like way cooler. I don't know why they just didn't do that. Anyway, whatever. I don't want to get into that, but, um, <laughs> because he has to, you know, that, that figure was a standalone. It was an exclusive, convention exclusive, came with all those weapons, that incredible box, um, sort of a dio piece, essentially, and mm. meant to stand apart from his brethren. 
the mass release Snake Eyes is clearly armed with the blasters so that he doesn't look at odds with the guys who are carrying, you know, roadblock railguns, Fortnite <laughs> weapons. And all that stuff. But it still stands to reason. And, like, okay, so something that I have to mention, uh, we are looking at, or I'm looking at quite zoomed out photos um, of this Cobra Viper. So a lot of my speculation is coming through from that image. It's very likely that the barrel is actually still a laser gun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for the most Ooh, part... Ooh, he's stepping back from the precipice now. No, no, I'm just yeah, I'm just being careful. No, no, I'm just being careful, but um, because I don't want to, like, say it as fact. I just... But I, I do feel that there's a running... I mean, if you... Okay, let me just roll back a bit. If you look at the Cobra Trooper's weapons already, that has already been released, his guns look more gun-like than Nerf gun-like. Um, mm. So... And if I look at the Viper's weapons at a distance, from a distance, yeah, if I look at them at a distance, they do have that same Cobra Trooper kind of vibe to them, so they do look more realistic. Uh, right. Which is cool. But um, As with yeah. the Cobra Trooper, there are sort of customizable elements, but not as many. Mm. You know, goggles on, goggles off. I think he's also got like kind of a neckerchief. He's got a bandolier. or off. Yeah, he's got a bandolier, a bandolier as well. Yeah, a bandolier. So you can pop it on his arm for, like, squad leader. So it's really great for army builders. Huh. Well, that must be quite a sign of prestige in a G.I. Joe collector's home right now. It's like, you know, mm. when you can actually display more than one Cobra Trooper, people must think you're pretty badass, like you're the king of a target. <laughs> oh, no, um, I'm talking about the Viper having... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. ...slightly customizable elements. Yeah, goggles, mm. neckerchief. Um, yeah, that is a neckerchief. Sorry, I got a bit confused uh, with the Cobra Trooper thing there. Um, yeah, he doesn't seem to have a bandolier. So, slightly less than you would get with the Cobra Trooper, but still a nice idea that you can kind of get some uniqueness. Um, mm. Interesting departure from the classic design in that he has not got exposed uh, biceps... Yeah, you know, the, the, there was always a, a sort of a limitation with the Viper in that he had exposed flesh. Kind of mm. gave you the idea that the Viper would not operate in very cold climates. That was kind of the purview of the Snow Serpent only. Mm. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's a nice look, and it probably makes it more cohesive with the Cobra Trooper. Yeah, that, and um, I think, and I and I stand to be corrected here, but. Also, looking at these two images, I think they have the same arms. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would that would follow. Probably more than just the same arms. You're probably just looking at the same torso under that secondary. Probably looking at the same thighs. Yeah, the thighs. Yeah, see, it's difficult to tell because they could they do so much with the holsters and things in this line. You know, the holsters that they can just pop on the thighs and whatever's. Um, that sometimes it confuses the silhouette a bit. What do you think of the ribbed for her pleasure boots, man? <laughs> uh, you're obviously looking at a bigger, uh, at a better picture than I am. But that that gives me a snake feel to it. Uh, that uh, because the sideshow also kind of has that as well, you know, going for it. So it, it's very reptilian. It's an interesting choice for a otherwise very kind of military spec figure mm. you know that's kind of taking the snake affectation maybe a little too far for my liking uh, it does kind of almost feminize the figure in a way uh, look i'm just talking about the pack shot here i don't have very much um uh, other imagery to go off of but uh, it's an interesting like late 90s goth club look <laughs> <laughs> it is it screams bad guy which is also cool 
you know, I'm happy about that. Like, that's the kind of thing where I feel like we need that because that says this is a bad guy. You know, there's, there, there are times when I think one can depart from realism. Um, and that's one of those places. Look, the original Viper's kind of jackboots with the knee pads also screamed bad guy. Yeah, true. Like, a very tall boot is not practical modern military. It's very, you know, it does call back to the the, the Nazis. Yes, it does Gestapo. have... Gestapo. You know, it has that, that kind of historical resonance. The classic baddie. And surprisingly still, like relevant in that it freaks us out uh, you know it still like upsets people a little bit in the inside to see that like we still feel bad yeah. guys, so it works whether you're seeing brown shirts or vipers if they're goose stepping it's going to create a lot of like nasty resonances yeah definitely shall we shift focus uh we should definitely shift focus and i've just managed to find a good photo of him and the gun does appear to actually have a little barrel so I'm very pleased to see that. Yay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Firefly. Firefly. Uh, Drone operator Firefly. Okay. So I think there's so much. Uh, okay. Like the first thing I said to Celia when I saw this pic was, wow, the face sculpt looks a lot like the sideshow figure. And then I promptly pulled out the sideshow figure to show her. I bet you did. <laughs> yeah. It's explosive. Uh, so I, I think that's great. Like, you know, if you're going to steal, you know, steal one of the best features from the Sideshow figure, which is that face sculpt and the way that the goggles are designed. Excellent. I understand the massive armor, although that weirds me out a little bit. It's like in the modern era that did that kind of Predator-esque Firefly, which I absolutely love because it is such a departure from proper Firefly, but still has a lot of what makes him him. But this feels like it's got a little bit too much armor for me. Like, I get why he has it, because if he makes a mistake with a bomb, <laughs> it's good to protect all of those, you know... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> those regions. But, I mean, is Firefly <laughs> making a mistake? I yeah. suppose they're, they're leaning into that in the, you know, in the wake of perhaps the best elements of the Retaliation film. You know, mm. Firefly, okay, boo, he took his mask off, but yay, he had some pretty serious scarring. Yeah. So, you know, he, he had some hard lessons on the way to becoming the number one saboteur for hire. Yeah. But that prompts me to say, like, if Firefly's making a mistake at this stage of the game, he deserves to get vaporized. Like, mm. Bomb Squad um, armor... It makes sense for the guys having to defuse the bombs, yeah, but maybe yeah, not so much for the madman setting the bombs. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I totally get what you mean. It's an all-or-nothing game. Either you succeed in setting up your explosive device, or you get wiped out by it. In which case, no amount of armor at that kind of range is going to save you. No, that's true. You know, if you're at all effective at doing your job of making the most, <laughs> you know, lethal bombs known to man it's your ass baby no that i mean that is true and i mean that, that which is as i'm as you're talking and i'm looking at this image now it's shifting my focus to perhaps he's armored because he has to set these bombs and at least you know if somebody tries to pick him off you know maybe you know he's lucky and they get the body armor and he managed to manages to live again you know um because mm, 
Yeah. It's pretty Something robust. Something I wish armor. more Joe Media would take it, uh, take notice of, is mm. the fact that Firefly's entire mo and mm. his his methods make him the kind of saboteur that you never even knew was there. Yeah, like that's how good he is. I mean, so much so that I mean, like depending on if you want to add this to your you know personal canon or not. But I mean, he is, you know, a faceless master. He was part of the Arashikage and then allegedly was actually part of the Arashikage's rivals and there's all that kind of shit as well. So, you know, uh, so he's got, he's got logistics. I just think it's great that he's got a, a, a an armor plate in front of his nuts because it's like legs be damned protecting them nuts. <laughs> it just looks well, a bit man's weird. man's got to be able to move, right? Yeah, no, that's true, but it does stand out. He doesn't out have a to bit. move his Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if he completely, if he gets completely vaporized, at least you know it's something for people to remember him by. He won't have a face, but he'll have nuts. Uh, this is turning into twelve-year-old conversation. We should talk about his drone. <laughs> yeah, I think I kicked that off, didn't I? Um, yeah, yeah. Drone operator Firefly. I suppose in the the twenty-first century, it makes perfect sense. Hmm. It's sort of bipedal and is a copter. Mm. Cool. I can totally subscribe to that. I think that's so cool because uh, having just a flying drone has its limitations. And so having a little ground-based drone uh, definitely adds some spice and fun and, and, and also adds something to, to us. You know, like if we do play motions with these or should uh, I should rather say when we do play, play motions with these, and just for like just playtime in general, just having fun with these things as toys, it's cool that it can do both. So it's a great feature. And it's something like I'm really happy to see in the classified line is that we're getting play features that aren't like ridiculous. You know, we're getting stuff. It's kind of very subtle, you know, like Firefly's little uh, drone. We've got like Destro in his briefcase. Uh, the is it articulated I, though? I don't think it's articulated. I think it's just got like it's just got a, a a flying mode. So I think yeah, I think it's articulated to the point that you can lift its little legs up or whatever to carry a bomb. I think that's how it's designed. Right. So there was a I I did see a picture. I can't seem to find it now of him actually flying the little thing, and it's got like a little bomb like strapped to it, and it's quite cute because <laughs> it's <laughs> it's going to die, you know. So. Yeah, I wonder how many people are going to kill each other over Firefly, though. Like, uh, I'm, I mean, he's a he's a core character. He's the kind of guy you you want definitely because of who he is, and I think his gear and stuff makes him super interesting. I just don't know how excited everybody else is about him. I, I will I will say well, that look, if you go onto Full Force's um, Facebook page, he's got the three D scans of Firefly's accessories. Oh, and the bomb. Or these sort of the sticks of explosive attached to the bottom of the backpack. And it looks like the drone's legs can rotate yeah. backwards for flight mode. Okay, yeah, that's kind of, I think, what I was seeing is like that kind of, yeah, so like not articulated, just designed to be able to fold in. I call that articulation. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, if they're articulated, that's a bonus. Although I'm starting to, when I look at this, I'm starting to feel maybe they. Yeah, no, they're articulated. They're, they're not removable. It's not like you take them off and then move them up. I think they are movable. It's cool. It's a cool little drone. Shall we uh, have a change of pace and talk about a vehicle? Mm. 
Hey, uh, are you? Does it rhyme with bang? <laughs> Corbra Lang. Corbra Lang. <laughs> In the fang. Fang gyrocopter. My word, brother. Mm. What is this thing? It's the old school, but rounder and smaller. <laughs> like, have, have the years been kind? Yeah, dude. It feels like. The classic design stretched over the Fang 3's body. You know, the Fang yeah, 3 from the early 2000s. That little one, yeah. I've, I've actually got a Fang 3. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So everything's kind of rounded off and shorter. Yeah. Although... Shorter, squatter. Stubbier. Okay, so there's a few things. I mean, I, I had to do a double take on this because initially when I saw it, I was like something's weird with it like it doesn't seem 100% right so I went onto 3D Joe's and just compared it to the original and then I started seeing all the differences for me and you're gonna laugh at me the major difference I saw was the sort of um the exhaust vent is like completely horizontal whereas the classic one is like pointed up diagonally a little that was like the first thing and I was like okay this nice. is a new sculpt um and then obviously the roll cage because I mean that should have been the most obvious thing I should have noticed yeah, yeah, but the bane of any f- classic fan collector. Yeah, they break off or they fall off. Though repro parts seem to be filling the gap, mm. man. I must say, I'm very happy with the repro part that I'm now in possession of. Thank you, Mr. Creech. Yeah, there's a there's a guy um, that I follow. He does amazing custom stuff. Uh, I can't think of uh, something gigante. I think it's Cobra Gigante or something. A toy gigante. And he did a whole bunch of repro parts for the Fang. Mm. And I think you got one of his. <laughs> It's them. It's them cool piece, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's analogous to the original. Hopefully, it fits as well when I am reunited with my Fang in 2023. <laughs> uh, I, I must say, I was excited about this when I first, you know, blurry-eyed at six in the morning, past my eye of the image. Yeah. Um, I've cooled significantly since then. Mm. For the simple reason that, like, the, the image that we have of it is a kind of a three-quarters image. Yeah. And I think it's it's cheating the fact that this is actually very, very short and dumpy. Yeah. You know, its proportions are not... Okay, while the Fang always ha- was a diminutive helicopter, it wasn't a disproportionate helicopter. Yes. Like, if you blew it, its, its dimensions up to a larger size, it would still be convincing helicopter silhouette whereas this thing looks like as i say it is that fang three effect of like really shortening and 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 fattening a helicopter Mm. so messing with the proportions a bit um and it's not the locust Mm -hmm. it's not a deliberate attempt at making a jelly bean helicopter (laughs) um this is this is something else and yeah hmm, i've I've cooled as i say i'd like to see how the figure sits in it Mm. He looks like something we needed for a long time now. Yeah. But it doesn't have the vintage vetting that we have with a lot of the other Cobra vehicle operators. Yeah. Although he's got that red so helmet. Like, part of me wishes this was just a, a gyro viper. Yeah, right? Like, I mean, when I first saw it, I thought, because uh, the image was so blurry, I just thought it was like a repaint of, like, a Hiss driver that they had somehow, like, re- retconned to being a, a Fang pilot or something. 
and then uh oh it wouldn't be a retcon those guys are specialized as fang operators as well as hiss drivers oh there we go so subconscious wins yes <laughs> but then like when i look at i'm looking at a high resolution shot now on ign um and i gotta say he looks like something out of mask uh, without his red helmet on. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he he's... with the hair popping out the top. Yeah, man. It's like it's actually kind of cool. Hocus pocus mask on. Right, and like he's got like these thin, like his legs look like they're kind of designed to fit in this vehicle better, like uh, where his upper thighs are, and they've got that same articulation from the classified figures where the upper thigh actually swivels as well. So that's exciting. Hmm. Mm. Jeez. Good spot, yeah. An additional piece of articulation. A thigh cut. That's a win, and, I, and I'm willing to bet that he also has a boot swivel, like, so that the boots also swivel left and right. Yep, look like they're distinct parts. Yeah, like, but I, I must be honest, I don't think I'm very excited about this set in particular. Like, I don't think it's bad. I'm not, like, crapping on it. I, I don't think it's quite for me, but the toy gives me a lot of hope for what we're going to start look, it's seeing. It's a more robust fang. Yeah than the classic definitely so you can definitely you know take this on a road trip do some setups throw it into a cliff face hopefully not <laughs> then leave it there and those props look nice and fat they're nice and beefy i don't like the stickers though I can, yeah yeah i can see the stickers aren't clear well the stickers are the classic stickers but it looks like they have the kind of less effective adhesive yeah because if you see the where they're kind of not adhering to the the rockets the red rockets yeah yeah <laughs> yeah fail they they don't make glue like they used to in the 80s man <laughs> apparently apparently people might eat these things or something i also i i really hope uh that this is just the photography or the photoshop guys just maybe like trying to just give it a bit more oomph but that sticker looks like it is on a black like if you look at a cobra sigil it looks like it's on a black background and then popped onto a black surface and I hate that because you start getting that white edging that happens and it just ultimately ruins the decal. Like, it, it just looks bad. Um, so I'm hoping that these are at least clear mm, stickers. I'm going to wager that they're on a clear backing. Uh, yeah, I'm also hopeful. I'm hopeful. But, yeah. No, I mean, if, if some of them are on a clear backing, surely all of them are on a clear backing. They wouldn't have two different sticker sheets. Mm. Um, you look, it's, 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 it's an update of a classic that's not, um, awful, but not great. Mm. Uh, I'm always going to mourn the loss of actual model kit-esque construction. Mm. You know, you're not going to be building it yourself. There's no some assembly required. This looks like it comes straight out of the box yeah. as is. You just attach the rockets and the bomb and you're good to go. I wouldn't be surprised if like half the stickers are applied on the displayed edge. And then you just have to apply the rest on the side that isn't displayed. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised well, if they Well, there is no displayed edge. Fortunately, oh, yeah, I said this a box. is a vintage-style box. That's right, yeah. I think you're not even getting a window for the action figure. You're getting a photograph of the action figure. So it's it's totally blind. Well, I, okay, so I'm going to give them props for that. Because that's awesome. That's something... Helicopter props? Ha, 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 but yeah, I'm very happy to see this uh, this artwork explosion on the boxes. Uh, that was actually part of the illusion because I saw that image and I thought, oh, okay, yeah. like. And then I looked at it and I was like, that's not the original Fang artwork, but it's a dead ringer for 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 vintage artwork, which is cool. So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm very happy with how that's how that is sort of turning out. There's something to be excited about here, which is cool. There's momentum. Uh, I mentioned it on Facebook as well. There's a bit of 
momentum here. It feels like this is going forward. It feels like they're trying new things. They're not just remolding and recasting stuff. I kind of got a glimpse of that with Scarlet and with the re-release of Roadblock. I don't know if you've uh, had a look at those pictures. Is it a re-release? It, yeah, is it? Uh, because it kind of looks like a new... It's a new head sculpt, right? I for mean, sure. The, the chin strap beard that they seem to be going with for for Roadblock these days. Yeah, so it's difficult to tell. Like, I can't say if... Uh, well, it's actually not difficult to tell. It looks very much like the Resolute Roadblock body that we've you know gotten used to. With a different head sculpt, mildly different head sculpt. Well, de- definitely a different head. Um, I just don't know if that was a head that was designed back in the old days that they've just put into production now, or if that's just a new head that they've done. Uh, the Scarlet is a curiosity, though, uh, because it looks like she's got a new head. The complaints about the retaliation lower legs with Roadblock, because it uh, loses the ankle articulation. Oh, yeah, that is true, hey. Um, how many people actually pose their roadblocks with tilt to the uh, you know to the ankles? Is my question. You yeah. Know, part of me is like, mm, it's nicer to have the boot sculpts uh, un unaffected. Mm. So it's it's a fair trade off in my opinion. As long as you've got double jointed knees, that's the big one. If I look at Scarlet, like just quickly rolling onto Scarlet. <laughs> rolling onto Scarlet, terrible. Um, it looks like they've fixed the lower torso as well. Because uh, she doesn't have that diaper crotch thing going for her. Although the upper torso sits a bit high. So I hope that that's just the the prototype isn't fully fitted for when they did this photography. Uh, look, it's it's the bane of modern construction. Mm. If you don't have a secondary that, that can hide that mid-torso joint, mm. it's going to be an eyesore. Unless, unless you, you know, like, like we do, because we love articulation, can kind of look past cuts mm. you know it never really affected us that you had these articulation points jumping out at you. Mm. you you'd be a pally toy action force action figure fan otherwise you know in the old days yeah but with a, a figure as sleek and as effectively nude as scarlet is you know just wearing this kind of battle leotard yeah it is going to jump out at you more more prominently than with a male counterpart yeah that is true like it's right, it's you know the cut right under the boobs. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been a great opportunity to to rethink the articulation and reintroduce the waist articulation. Yeah, like that's that's the thing. Also, like, and I hate to say this, but I mean, I think I'm I'm gonna slowly go back on no, not go back on something, but I think Scarlet is one of the exceptions in that I may ask one of our American counterparts to try and find one of these for me. Because the head sculpt, the head is spot on. And that's all I want from a Scarlet. It's just a good head sculpt, you know, for the love of happiness. She might be in contention as the definitive Scarlet. Yes, I, I can see that happening. As too. ridiculous as that sounds, you know, giving that accolade out in 2020 to the retro collection. Ugh. <laughs> but, you know, she nails the color scheme. Mm. She nails the head sculpts. All other sins can be forgiven in the light of the fact that this is the closest we've gotten to a Master Retail Scarlet that ticks all the boxes, man. Yeah, totally. Like, I'm very happy with this. I think it's a very cool-looking toy. It looks like something I want to play with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, I can finally get Scarlet into some cool action stuff, you know, in my collection. Because that's always what holds me back. Because, like, they've done incredible Scarlet's 
I've just never liked the head sculpts. I'm not saying they're bad, it's just I've never liked them. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, I don't suppose you are beating down the door to get your hands on that Destro, since you've pretty much got that Destro. I thankfully do have this Destro. Uh, one thing I've, I have asked um, Andrew, and that's Andrew Creech, ladies and gentlemen, is when he does open his retro figures, I just want to find out if uh, what the plastic quality is like. If the plastic quality is slightly better, then I wouldn't mind getting a Destro. Yeah, yeah because that, that better was... Better than the 50th anniversary. Yeah, that is a bit of a bummer on them. And also just looking at this picture quickly, um, there seems to be a better mold for the hands. It, um, I think it's the same mold. I just think that because the material that they've used to make this toy is better, the sharpness is popping through better on the hands. It's uh, Otherwise, I think... Mm. I love this Destro. I think this Destro is, is a great toy. Did your release have the silver gauntlets or black? Ooh, it's too far away from me now to check, and I honestly can't remember. I need to go and look and at... And were the boots brought out in a lighter grey? That I'm going to have to check. I'm going to actually look on yojo.com and see Useless, what's happening. Useless, Paul. Useless. I can't remember. Um, the, the reason for it is, is I've got classified Destro like stuck in my head big time. Uh, let's see. Uh, but I mean, while I'm searching for this, uh, honorable mention, uh, it's cool to see a Cobra Infantry, which is now the everyman's version of the Cobra Trooper. Cool. I'm glad that that's happening. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's black hands, eh? Black hands, black boots for the 50th anniversary. And hmm. I don't want to speak too soon here. I mean, this is yojo.com. And, you know, with this 50th anniversary, there were some significant variations in sort of paint application, notably the eyes. But the retro version seems to do something better with these eyes. That looks... Yeah, but it's... Uh, I don't want to speculate too much. It's it's the same sculpt. It's just something about the photograph on the retro version looks better for the head sculpt. Well, it would be nice if they, you know, reused the same damn toy and were able to improve upon it ever so slightly so you weren't just buying the same thing you got six years ago that would be great that would be super cool (laughs) that would be wonderful that would that would make it worth purchasing right yeah totally paul i think we have wrapped this uh new set of releases up with a nice neat bow my friend indeed indeed so Uh, who's in the must get column who's in the might get column and who's in the don't need, don't care column? <laughs> oh, uh, I- I'm going to rank it by my favorites because uh, Zartan, the Infantryman, the Viper, and Firefly for me are all must-gets. I will be very happy with all of them. Um, but if I had to only pick one, uh, it's got to be Zartan. If I could pick two, it's going to be Zartan and the Viper. Definitely. Where's Flint at, man? It's all Cobra at this stage. Which I'm actually okay with. Uh, to be honest, like I'm, re- <laughs> I'm really okay with that, and it's not because I'm a big Cobra fan. It's it's something that I mentioned in the overview, and our listeners will be able to check that finally. Sorry for the delay, guys, but I do talk about that in the wave. I like how I feel that the waves have been quite unbalanced. Uh, at least the first wave was, and I'm happy to see lots more bad guys for my Joes to shoot at. We need that. I think there's a beauty in having lots of bad guy toys and having a close knit group of good guys. To fight them off with and to to really get in there with, you know. Mm. So you so the you get to know your to- odds. Scenario. Yeah, and you get to know your toys better, and and you get to really get in there with that stuff. Plus, all of these Cobra guys are coming with such great uh, weapons and things like that. When I say great, it's just such great assortments of weapons that it's just it's just cool. It's, it's awesome. 
you know. All right, it's, put differently yeah. then, of your must-haves, who is numero uno? Oh, Zartan. <laughs> of course. Uh, I might, I might um, teeter over the edge on that one myself. Yeah, man. Zartan is just such a special character. I, I, I resonate more with Zartan than I do with Firefly, and I think that's why. But as a toy, I think he's a little bit better as well. More character. Yeah, way that more. smirk. Mm. Incredible. You're going to give that fang a wide berth, Paul? You know what? I don't want to be... I don't want to officially snub it. Like, I don't want to be like, oh my God, I don't want it. If, if one can come my way, cool. I'd love that. That'd be great. Uh, it'd be cool for the show to review it. And it would be a fun little toy to play with. I'm not like rushing out to get it. It's not a must-have for me. It's, not, it's a nice to have. It's not a must-have. The benefit is that it's small. So if I do get it, it's not like it's going to clutter up my toy collection, you know? So that's cool. So it's not a big decision. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what you mean, buddy. But I mean, you're gonna, you, hopefully you're going to see these things in Australia, uh, the retro stuff, because Australia's got a uh, Walmart, doesn't it? Uh, the equivalent is called Big W, but the toy store that is leading the charge at the moment is a dedicated one called Toy World. Toy World. They led the charge with Pimp Daddy Destro. Destro. <laughs> and a lot of them, like mm. an obscenely high amount of them, and only them. But things are balancing out slowly. Mm. There are toy worlds in Western Australia, which have, uh, I think, the, the Way of One guys. Mm. And a few Cobra Commanders. Oh, that's cool. So I'm glad that it's equalizing yeah. slowly. Maybe, maybe there'll be a Zartan by Christmas. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, that would be very nice. I mean, as lovely. of as of, as of uh, this podcast, I've already done my pre-orders on Zartan and um, and a Cobra Trooper or Cobra Infantry because, of course, Firefly and the Cobra Viper are Target exclusives. Got to say, I'm very happy with uh, everybody like in the the live stream just lambasting Hasbro with stop this exclusive rubbish. I'm happy to see that. We need to have that. Hasbro needs to learn. But then at the same time, guys, we need to vote with our credit cards. Mm, yeah, I know. When it comes down to the crunch... Yeah. It's very difficult to say no to a toy. We're gonna jump through the hoops. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to say no to a toy when it's in a store. When, you, when you're actually paying the price that it's meant to be and it's in front of you. You know, it's difficult to like sort of get onto your soapbox and be like, no... You know, you just yeah. want to grab it and run. Hasbro wins again. They keep yeah. great relations with the big box mm. stores. And it doesn't stop us from, you know, getting our feet through the doors of Target. Although this Cobra Infantryman does give me hope for the future. It does give me hope that po- uh, that we will see a Cobra Viper <laughs> maybe missing its neck. The future is Cobra. But the future is Cobra. Uh, I think uh, Hasbro's next big announcement will be uh, some Joes quickly while we're walking out the door here what is your speculation who do you think is the next bunch of guys to be announced by hasbro i mean you know look at us speculating already i mean it's like it's like we're not even happy with what we have look they used a bike to sell baroness maybe Mm. we can see a silver mirage with lady J. it was kind of her main ride in her introduction in the comic books yeah okay i'm sure she used it a couple of times in the cartoon Mm, no, she did. She did. Give her uh, that evil Knievel uh, Stars and Stripes helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was issue issue 45 or 44, something like that. The, where, where Dr. Mindbender was introduced and the creeper spores uh, that, that cause you to fall asleep. 
<laughs> Non-lethal Cobra weaponry. Lovely. Yeah, and, and Flint. Flint's definitely on the slab. Yeah. I think we need, yeah, we need Joe's power couple. Because, yeah, we need Flint and, and Jay. I think we're definitely getting Lady Jay. Flint seems like a logical choice as well as a counter to Destro and the Baroness. It's difficult to say if, if Snake Eyes and Scarlet are currently a power couple. Right now, it's difficult. <laughs> I just, I don't know why, just for the classified line, I just don't feel like they have a relationship. It's strange. Maybe it's because she doesn't have an Arashikage tattoo or something. <laughs> not, not that she's had, but anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's my speculation as well. I've got to say that's very much on the money. I'll, although you won by by considering the bike idea. I didn't think of that at all. Well, that's that old adage. Do female figures sell? I think Baroness would have sold like hotcakes without the damn Canada bike. But Yeah, this yeah. is true. Tit for tat, right? right? G.I. Joe need a ride and uh, Lady J is the logical choice if you ask me. Yeah, I I think so too. Especially with uh, the attention she's been getting lately with um, exclusive covers and whatever. So I, I wouldn't be surprised. And also, I think it's fair to say that Baroness is possibly the best-selling female action figure. True. Yeah, don't hold me to that, folks. But uh, I, I didn't see anybody fighting each other over a Black Widow <laughs> or a Gwenpool. <laughs> <laughs> so, True. Yeah, yeah. Nobody rocks the black leather like... Anastasia. Anastasia. De Cobre. De Cobre. Apparently. <laughs> or whatever, yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway, Paulie, dude, yeah. it's been great yakking with you, man. Um, I hope we've given the listeners something to chew over for the next couple of days. Uh, we'll be watching these releases very closely, and uh, you can expect G.I. Joburg to not be the first with the breaking news, but certainly be uh, on the front lines. Yes. No, we're, we're there, doing our due diligence, being deep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo, Joburg, everybody. Yo, Joburg, guys. Peace. Later. Later.